BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Ledahan. I was thinking today, how do you define success? What is it to you? I mean, personally, you know? I mean, are you shooting for the moon trying to be the next uh, Bruno Mars, <laughs> Taylor Swift? <laughs> and if you are, that's cool. If you had that, like, tomorrow, could you be happy? Would you be happy with it? Because I've always heard, you know, the, the view is not good enough ever <laughs> the car's not big enough there's never enough money right yeah i mean you know it's being happy along the way you know maybe maybe you've got a different goal in mind maybe your goal is i'm gonna learn how to play guitar i'm gonna learn to play piano so these poems i've been writing maybe i can put some songs together you know or maybe you're past that and it's like i'm going to I'm going to write a good song and I'm going to submit it to the Nashville Songwriters Association International and they're going to love it and they're going to make me the, the next one to watch on that watch list. Or, or, or maybe it's, I'm going to perform my first writer's round or I'm going, to, I'm going to perform some of these songs I've been writing for other people and get immediate feedback. Maybe it's you want to sign a publishing deal like our friend uh, Justin Love just did not too long ago. Uh, and who has been on this podcast, you know, and maybe it's more than that, but whatever it is, it's the journey. And I hope that you enjoy it on the way. And I hope you're happy when you get it. And because you've heard it a million times, it's, it's enjoying the journey as you go. So I'm wondering, how do you, how do you define success? And, you know, we do this show because there's a lot of different ways to enjoy success. And there's a lot of different, uh, success stories. I think all of the podcasts that we've had in the past I think every one is a success story. I really do. So I hold them up um, as examples for you, okay? And I hope that you get something out of this podcast, whether it be writing a better song or helping you to get to those little goals. And to me, that's what it's all about. And I want to thank you for joining us once again. You know, this is episode, I was looking at the book today, and I don't always, I'm not really good at tracking these, but it's 119, okay? And uh, we're um, we're approaching 400,000 download streams listeners worldwide and we certainly appreciate you doing that if you're listening on youtube my hope and prayer would be that you hit that little like and subscribe button although we're not a video podcast as of yet i think it's important to be there and as i mentioned in our last podcast we're hoping to monetize on youtube as well it really helps a lot so with all that said we are going to get inside the success story that is jessica nixon hi jessica how are you hi i'm good i first saw you perform I'd heard your name, and, and I knew you were out there, but I first saw you perform at Live Oak, 
uh, at a writer's round and uh, you absolutely blew me away. Great voice, great personality, great stage presence. Thank you. Thank you for being on our show today. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah. I think that was a bourbon breakdown, right? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. I yeah. Think so. Yeah. Yep. Can you use some of that bourbon right now? Um, hey. I, unfortunately, I'm, I'm fresh out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take water. We'll take water. Water will yeah. work. Here we go. It's just two in the afternoon as we're, uh, we're taping this. So, <laughs> uh, Jessica, why don't we start with one of your songs? This is one of your newer ones. Yeah. Um, it's called Flames, and you wrote it with a pretty cool songwriter, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, um, guys had a lot of success. Yeah, uh, Lance Carpenter. I actually met him through um, my mentor, Linda Davis. Linda Davis. Yeah, she used to have like a little Stars on the Rise mm. show, and it was in like July, I think it was. And it was out in the middle of nowhere, and I cannot remember the name of this little place it's not even there anymore i think it's a bank now (laughs) actually but i met lance there he was there that night and she introduced us and she's like i really think you guys would be great friends she also introduced me to my producer who still produces all of my stuff and produces as well really okay yeah yeah, over 10 years and so i think i've known lance almost 10 years now have you really i have yeah and we've been great friends um he's he was there through writing through a lot of really difficult times for me and this was one of those songs you know mm. the, the infamous breakup album <laughs> that's this one yeah yeah what's that's the name one. of that, that that album um it was actually just a collection um, okay. fl- uh flames like it was a collection about five i didn't really okay. name the project there you um, go. yeah okay i did some showcases um and, and that's I, how you do it today a lot of people just, just single just, it's, it's a single world changed yeah, the, it really has. The, yeah. the atmosphere has changed like mm-hmm. you used to do a full album now you do an ep but even if you do an ep you're still releasing singles it's mm-hmm. just um yeah. it's really changed just in like the 10 year period that i've kind of been doing this actively mm-hmm. you go from showcasing in person to like to doing streams, you yeah. know, like your TikToks, your yeah. reels. I mean, it's, it's the so landscape. Oh it, my gosh. It really like is. it's everything. Yeah. It's everything now. And I never really thought is. that it would come to that. Yeah. But, but I've known Lance way, be- way before the tweet and the, <laughs> the reel and the TikToks. So. He's, he's a great guy and a great song. I actually also yeah. wrote this with Forrest Whitehead. Um, uh-huh. He produced Kelsey Ballerini's first album wow. with Black River. Um, and he has like the, the songwriter's playbook i think him wow. and lance both have classes and stuff and they're just awesome. super informative super great guys it was great a fun right yeah i remember i was at a seminar somewhere i think it was probably through global songwriters and he was there and gave me some good advice on a song i was working on so great guy i know he's yeah. a great guy so let's play this it's called flames um story behind it um i was going through <clears throat> a nasty a nasty a, a divorce actually uh-huh. and i came just really really angry to um this right and i wanted to write about setting stuff on fire and i just had this you know mm. bang rock you know just you know balls out song but it did not turn out that way so nope. you're nope. about to you're about Wait. to hear it here's how it turned out <laughs> it is called flames it is our guest jessica nixon on the songwriter connection thanks for joining us today
It's called Flames. It's our guest, Jessica Nixon. Great song, Jessica. Really Thank you. powerful. Can I ask Ooh. one favor, though? Will, What's that? If you got any other Beatles records you want to tear, uh, tear I'll up. I'll give them to you. Up, please. Yeah. I'll bring them to you. <laughs> That's vinyl abuse. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is. I'm just, I'm just with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I must have been really mad. <laughs> <laughs> you must have been. What a great yeah. song, though. My goodness. Thank you. And I heard you say that this this whole project here, uh, most recently, is kind of your, your autobiography. Your, oh, yeah. I can say it, right? Yeah. Autobiography, <laughs> right? Uh, yes. So a lot of personal... Uh, yeah stuff in there huh yeah really personal and you know i i've found as i've gone on this journey i've i'm a i'm a pretty private person Are you? so mm-hmm. i try not to make everything on the nose that i write write about like i want everyone to be able to relate to it but in this era of songwriting it was it was pretty on the nose wow. <laughs> Well, they yeah. say write what you know, right? And, and I knew it, and, and I knew, knew it well. Yep, because you sure lived did. by God. Yeah, so did. that's that's great. Let's talk a little bit about. I'm, I'm going to brag on you a little bit. Um, you, you you've been in great company for for a while. You have opened up for people like Linda Davis, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Ty Herndon and Dustin Lynch. Oh my God, he's so big these days. Aaron yeah. Tippin, Shenandoah, Jamie O'Neill. Uh, the pretty long list and uh, personal friends with Linda and she's, yeah. she's, she's, yep, you she's find... a wonderful person inside and out also see you did some work with Hilary Scott of Lady A huh? yeah, yeah she actually let between um, there were some songs that she wrote with uh, Victoria Shaw that they actually yeah. get, let me use for my first showcase my first like official wow. demo to mm-hmm. kind of break into the business uh-huh. so I was just super super grateful that they were that you know, generous. <laughs> they were really good songs. So, yeah. um, you know, usually they give you your crappy ones if you're a nobody, but they gave me some pretty top shelf songs. So I was really fortunate. Jessica, tell us what, what a, um, what a showcase is like. You yeah. Know? Oh uh, my Where gosh. was it at? How did it come about? And... Um, so the first showcase that I had, and I'm going to set kind of the scene, it was a time where women were not on the radio. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking the only women that were on the radio were Carrie, Miranda, mm-hmm. and if you were in a group, yeah, like you weren't. That's right. It was it was a really the tough, whole, as we called tough, it, tough time. And you were bringing up, yeah. you know, success. And it, it was at this point, like that, I had to really say to myself, like, there is a slim chance that I'm going to get mm. a big deal right now. And I knew that. Yeah. But you know, I was going for it for other purposes to right. you know to show who I was, like to you know make sure that my name was out there and. um my very first showcase was at the Rutledge. I don't, it's not even there anymore. Not there anymore. No, huh? yeah. and it was a great little venue. I just I really enjoyed it. Great. I remember sound. that place. Yeah, I do. Yeah, remember. and I yeah. had um, I had so many great players. All my session players showed up to play for me at wow. that show because they believed in what I did. You know, it was it yeah. was humbling, and I had I had a lot of labels there in town, and and um, even management companies publishers they're like we're just not we Mm. can't make any money off of women right now isn't that crazy it's wild and i had two more showcases over the next couple years and with stuff that i had written and with flames is one of my songs i mean i was writing with you know heavy hitters doing the whole thing and right and i and i watched the landscape change it It wasn't changing fast enough at the time but Mm -hmm. you know god's timing not mine and yeah i needed to first heal from things that were going on personally. And I don't think that if I, if I had signed a big deal, I'm not sure if I could have handled that sort of mm. environment at the time. I see. Emotionally. Honestly, I just, I don't feel like I could have. Kind of going back to what we were saying in the yeah. intro. I mean. What is success? What is success? Really. Yeah. And then there were people I knew getting deals that were being shelved. 
that were not being, you know, yeah, oh, I got signed with Sony, and you never hear from them. Yeah. And it happens all the time. It's just, it's a nasty business. And, a lot um, of lip service, I've noticed. A ton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You've been around. We're around, yeah. we're in the same yeah. circles. So yeah. you've, you've but been around. But it is a great, it. on the other hand, it's a great community. But yes, people, the people that people make it awesome. up. Yeah, yeah, the people yeah. are amazing and the community. And I, I remember talking to Linda one day. We were sitting out talking about it. I mean, she's very, yeah, Mm -hmm. she was very honest with me about it. This might've been at her house. Mm -hmm. And she said, Jessica, she said, right now you don't see this, but when you are my age, you're going to understand that the journey is the success. Oh my goodness. And like, Mm. and she was so right. That's the, the, uh, she just (laughs) nailed it. She did. And I, um, yeah, and I, I was like, I just want to, I just want to do this, and I want to, you know, I just was guns a blazing, hell bent on being on the Opry, and I, and that's the only thing that mattered. And so, what does now? Writing quality music, yeah. and if and if I'm the person that gets to be the one that takes it to the world, mm-hmm. wonderful. But if I'm not, that's fine too, mm. because the journey is about the message that you bring in your music, and I how love that about you. and however. Um, for anybody that's listening, that's pursuing a career, like look at it that way. Mm-hmm. However, the message gets out. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Who cares? This is not. This is not the time for pride, you know. And and that is very hard in mm-hmm. a business of talent and passion because you're like proud of what you're doing, and I want to be the one that does it, does it, and I want to be the superstar. Yeah. yeah. And it's not always about that. As Kevin Griffin said on our 100th episode of our podcast, big songwriter he is. Listen to that one if you haven't. That's one of my favorites. He said, ego is not your amigo. It he, <laughs> yeah. should be a shirt. Should be. <laughs> it really, I mean, and, and it's... Kevin, it if you're listening, so there's a merch idea for Absolutely. you right there. Absolutely. You can sell them at the Pilgrimage Festival this year. <clears throat> yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, Very cool. he should sell that. So you were in a different place. You, you said it was hurt. Yeah. Yeah, a lot and, of hurt. Yeah, yeah, a lot of hurt, which is yeah. gotta it gotta affect um, what you were going through at the time, music wise. But yeah. music, you used music to help you overcome that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Music <laughs> has always been my therapy. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and you know, being you know, we're talking about like I'm just pretty much a transparent person. You know, yeah. I hadn't had the most you know great childhood, the greatest childhood. No. I, I definitely didn't come from a leave it to Beaver <laughs> household. <laughs> And there were so many things that I had just stayed busy mm-hmm. to try to cover up. Oh, and right. and I found that in adulthood, I was seeking that acceptance and that success and um, yeah. the, the praise through different relationships, not good ones, and making just not great decisions personally. Mm-hmm. And it really did affect the route that yeah. I went on and not, not in a good way for a mm. while. And it wasn't until probably like three, four years ago that I felt like I had my footing and mm. I felt like I was ready to write about things that weren't happening right now. It was things that I had tucked away for a really, really long mm. time that mm. I hadn't dealt with. And so it's, I've definitely looked back at my, catalog per se and the last time that I let one of my friends listen to my stuff actually just a couple of nights ago on a boat and she was with me like through part of this whole like terrible time in Mm. my life having a nervous breakdown I mean just Mm. totally going through it Mm. she said 
you had the roughest time of your life, but now I'm seeing more of an adult out of you. Like I'm seeing an adult transition, you know, in your music. It's mature. It's relatable. It's while at the same time being mature. She's like, young people would like it, but other people can relate to it too. She's like, there's just a comfort in where you are and a transparency in where you are. And she said, it's just, I'm really proud of you. And and it's moments like that for that's, me. That defines success. That's success. Yes. That's wow. success for me. And Isn't I'm hearing that, that a lot from the stuff that I have been writing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was crying the other day listening to tracks and scratch vocals of wow. what we're doing right now. And I'm like, you're excited about it. This is what it's about. Well, I'm looking forward to hear some of these new songs. I, and I know you got down. your piano with yeah. you and <laughs> we're around the, uh, the dining room table. Before we get to that though, you talked about your child and everything, but, and I wanted to say you, you grew up, um, and play playing in church. Yeah, uh, yeah. My mom was a great piano player, and uh-huh. um, I mean, I just automatically started singing and loudly <laughs> and on key. from the age of four. I read. Yes, yes. I mean, in church they're like, "Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> what is that?" And they're like, "Oh, there she is right now." <laughs> oh know? my god, yeah. what is this yeah. coming out of this little person? And yeah. They stuck me up there. The first couple of times, I was like, no. no. I mean, bribed him with money. I mean, now if they did that. <laughs> You're a professional singer from a very young age. Exactly. Exactly. I knew what a tip jug was in church. It's just an offering plate, you know? That was offering. <laughs> Sorry, God. That wasn't I mean, Sorry, yeah, so yeah. a little sacrilegious. But yeah, yeah, at the time, you know, I didn't want to yeah. be up there. And uh-huh. then the first time that I ever got up there and I really let it go. My papa was like, you just got to let her, you got to let her rip. You just got to, yeah, open her up and just let her fly. Jesse, you just got to let her fly. That's oh what he said. My. <laughs> Do you remember some of those gospel songs you were singing? Um, oh, I mean, we sang all the ones oh. out of the red hymnal, you yeah. know, yeah. um, we sang a lot of Gaither stuff <laughs> Yeah, because okay. he lives, the McCameys, nobody listening is going to know who they are. But yeah. if you look her up on YouTube, mm. um, the older lady, I don't know, she might still be alive. I don't know, but huh. she would kick her shoes off on stage. <laughs> Baby got the Holy Ghost and started oh, yeah. kicking her shoes off. And we sang a lot of McCamey songs, Squire oh, Parsons, wow. the so Neelands, stuff like that. So now, old Southern gospel music. And so to this day, you tour with your mom, right? In playing and singing? Um, we don't as much anymore. Uh-huh. We did sing actively around all of like Southwest Virginia, Northeast Tennessee, mm-hmm. many, many churches, many, many places. Um, for mm-hmm. probably until I was a teenager. Well, yeah. Good. And then I kind of started to branch out on my own. But now she still plays piano for me. Mm-hmm. We do still sing together in church. She sings huh. back up for me at some of Isn't my shows. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's full circle. You've got a great relationship with your mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, we've been through a lot together. So yeah. it's, it's only That's natural. Yeah. That's good to know. We've overcome a lot. Well, let's get inside your head today. Uh, <laughs> Define success, and uh, you're writing great new stuff. Can you lay some of it on us sure. on this show? Yeah, yeah. I think you'll know. Um, actually, I think Andrea has been on your podcast before. So Andrea she, Goodman. Yeah. yeah. So she's a co-writer on this song and Hal Odell. I love Hal too. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, you know, great. Guy. He's a I'm great also, writer. You know, I'm a pharmacist too, and he's a, he's, and he's a, a former radiologist. So yeah. we talk all that medical jargon sometimes. Yeah. And people are like, what are y'all talking about? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're sorry. We went into our other life. <laughs> Yeah. We're in our other life. We'll be right back. Hold on. How about so, that? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. And Hal's been on the show too. So you has find, he? You oh, find Hal Odell. Uh, okay. It's a good yeah. episode. Yeah. He really he's is. he's a cool guy. He, he actually is. was kind of scary at first to me. Like <laughs> yeah, I thought me he was, too. He's so big and, and he was, Yeah. He he's that. got RBF for a dude, and, I, and, <laughs> he's, and he's an RBF. What's that? Resting bitch face. Like, <laughs> he definitely has the dude RBF. 
and I've got it. So I've you know. never heard that, but I love it. Yeah, so he's definitely got RBF. Shows you how old fashioned I am. Yeah, RBF. Yeah, <laughs> that is a good description. But yeah. I mean, deep. He's just a great. He's guy. a big teddy bear. Yeah, he really he's is. a great guy. Has great guy a soft heart. I've seen yeah. the guy like tear up and cry when we've written. Mm. So hey, mm. listen, we're we're thick as thieves now. Yeah. Go. <laughs> what are you going to play for us? Uh, this one's called Nobody Won the War. Oh, okay. I think you've heard this one. At a round. I can't wait to hear it again. Okay. Well, it's me playing, so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be fine. Buckle up.
an amazing song from amazing person, Jessica Nixon. Great yeah, job. Thank awesome. you. <laughs> Let's take a little break. We'll come back and we'll find out more about Jessica. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to the Songwriter Connection, connecting with music makers and hearing their songs and stories. Now back to the show with your host, Dave Linehan. Thanks to our amazing sponsors in Red Circle, who uh, is my host for the Songwriter Connection podcast. And thanks for you, uh, to you as well for, for listening in. Appreciate you. Uh, Jessica Nixon is our guest. You had mentioned this. You're, you have a doctorate. Of, uh, I do. Of, of uh, pharmacy. pharmacy. I think yeah. you're one of three, maybe four doctors we've had on the show. That's wild. Including Hal, you just mentioned. Left and right brain people. Yeah, left and right brain people. Yes. Yeah. So. I find that I tend to um, definitely be more attracted to the creatives. I don't. I'm, yeah. I've kind of always been a misfit in my field. I mean, people love it. It's refreshing because yeah. I say things that people don't and uh-huh. I'm not super astute. Um, so. What? I guess that's why patients like me, because they're like, well, she just shoots it straight. She don't talk way up here. and she, uh, Shoots know. it straight. There you yeah, go. That's yeah, that's me. Yep. So there, you talk about success and accomplishments. That's doctorate. That's something. That, yeah. Yeah. The music totally. business is way harder than pharmacy school. <laughs> Was it really? Yeah. I mean, and, and it's not because, like, the material's not hard. It's not because it didn't take brain power uh-huh. and dedication. Um, but it was more, like, I knew if I went to undergrad and I did this and yeah. then I went to pharmacy school and I did this I'm, and I passed my boards I would uh-huh. be a pharmacist this is what I would do and this is what I would make with music you can do this 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 and this and this and you have no yeah. idea what the, yeah. the turnout will be so yeah. yep. you know yep. there's comfort in that but at the same time you know with, with pharmacy but <laughs> with music what? there's no you don't know where you're going to land and that's, that's scary but, and exciting too but scary. sure I, well, I think it was pretty smart you did that and um, yeah but you must have had an interest and a passion for that as well, of helping other people. Yes, I've always loved helping other people. Um, mm-hmm. Back in the day, I got yeah. dared to do a beauty contest. 
Yeah. To go to Miss Tennessee. It was in the Miss America system. Yeah. Obviously. Oh, we were going to talk about yeah. that. But I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. yeah. You know me. So, mm-hmm. you know, I did not fit into that world <laughs> at all. <laughs> it was um, the farthest thing from your mind, wasn't it? I mean, 100%. It was so not you. you were, but it was, you were more, it was more like a dare. And I was like, I've never really turned down a good dare. <laughs> so, I, I would do anything to like prove somebody wrong. So, I did it and I won. Wow. I, I know. That's great. That's so great. But it doesn't surprise me. You know, I was good at interview. I was interviewing for pharmacy school at the time. So I was practiced up on interview. Surprisingly, the the beauty pageant interviews were way tougher than the pharmacy school interviews. (laughs) Really? I I mean, you had to know everything about everything. Everything about everything. (laughs) Everything. Like, crap that I don't care about. I still have to know about it. I'm like, what is this? You know, like, I can't. Yeah. Um... And so it was It was an interesting experience, but that's how I ended up meeting Linda Davis. Is it really? Yes. So Wow. Well, tell us about that. Um, so I was preparing for Miss Tennessee, and, you know, I'm used to performing, and you would just think that, like, oh, you know, talents. <laughs> talents. It's no thing. It's, I got it. Like, yeah. that's, I could do that. That's the easy part. Yeah. But how they perform and the arm motions and the, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, I was a little much for them. Mm-hmm. And... She did stage performance coaching, and that's oh. how I ended up meeting her. Wow. And that's how we became friends. Wow. Yeah. And, but back to helping people, uh-huh. I actually I picked a, like a platform. You had to pick a platform so that you did so many community service hours, which I think is amazing. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I give it to these pageant girls. They make good grades. They're in shape. I mean, you know, some of them can sing for talent, some of them can't, but whatever. You know, <laughs> talent, eh, here, there. But as far as, like, being smart beautiful, healthy, and, and going out in the community and making a difference. These girls bust hump. Oh, and, I bet. And, I can't I mean, imagine. I did like 400 appearances in two years. Did you on really? My pla- yeah, I did wow. radio interviews. I went and talked to police stations. Um, my platform was domestic violence prevention. Wow. And it was not popular. No. Uh-uh. No. And, um, uh. and my family wasn't real happy about it. But that's okay. I was telling the truth. I wasn't bashing. No. You know, my dad was was an alcoholic and was abusive to my mom. Mm. And I loved my dad. My dad had a lot of demons that he, you know, never dealt with. There was a reason behind the things that he did. But mm. it happened. And it happens all the time. And no one wants to talk about it. You know? and yeah. And it needs to be talked about. Because it's not about anger management. It's a deeper issue than that. It's about control. It's, you know, mainly control mm-hmm. and um, that leads to the violence. So I did all kinds of appearances. Um, I trained police officers on it. Um, mm-hmm. My mom and I would actually do them together. She would talk about from the, the adult perspective, and I kind of walked them through what I saw as a kid Signs. I talked to thousands of teenagers. You wouldn't believe the amount of teenagers that came up to me after these seminars. And I would have these kids at full attention. They were not out. And it was surprising. You know, I was only like 20. I was only out of high school like four years at the time. But I made such a difference. And it and I and I've always wanted to continue to do that. So I think that's a big reason why I chose healthcare. Ding 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 again, success. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. You know, I've reached I probably reached over a million people total during that time. That's with awesome. Radio, TV, yeah, um, it, internet. Like at the time, was starting to really take off social media. So mm-hmm. I was kind of in on that. Wow. So it was it. So it you, was a really full circle moment. Like I was starting to put the pieces of healing together. 
yeah. in, in my life by helping others. So that, that, that performed a very good function for you, too. Absolutely. help you get past that hurt, in yeah. addition to music. So Absolutely. And something you did on a dare. That's so cool. Yeah. It was my yeah. hairdresser. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I got braces kind of late, and I, I just decided when I was like 18, 19, I didn't like my teeth. Mm. So I went and got braces. And she's like, why don't you do a beauty pageant? And I always was like, no, I have braces. <laughs> I have braces. I mean, you can't have, but you only have them so long. She's like, yeah. well, now the braces are coming off. Are you ready to do this pageant? I, I dare you. Like, she was like, I, I dare, dare you to. Everybody in the beauty shop, oh, yeah, Jessica, you should really gassing me up. I was like, fine. Folks, what are, what are people daring you to do today? <laughs> what are they? I mean, seriously, think about that. Maybe there's a, maybe you have a gift that needs to be shared. True. So, uh, you yeah. You never know. Yeah. Now, and I'm not yeah. talking about daring you to do something stupid. Don't know? go snort cocaine on a dare. <laughs> yeah, but I right. mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> legally. You know, well, yes. Legally. Uh, yeah. Yes. Something that could advance you in your <laughs> career and happiness. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> My God, I just told people to. <laughs> No, we did not. No, you did not. No, we did not. We did Anyways, not. Awesome. You got to do you. We didn't tell you to do it. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> How about on that note, you got to share another song around the dining room table. How about oh, that? I is that okay? Sure. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. This one is uh, called Boomerang. I wrote this with Jessie Pugh, who I think you would love interviewing her for your show, actually. She's up-and-coming songwriter. She's from Virginia. So I'm is from... She? Yeah. Okay. So I'm from Bristol, Tennessee, and half my town is in Virginia. Half in Tennessee, half in Virginia. And yeah. um, her and Jeremy Michael, they wrote with me, and they're both from Virginia, too. Well, let's so. get them on. Let's make a connection. Yeah. This yeah. is the songwriter connection. So. Yeah, hey, it All works. All right. Boomerang. <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing this. Okay. Jessica Nixon is our guest. <laughs> She's amazing. We'll see. <laughs> you are. <laughs>
Hey, I didn't notice him. That's wonderful. I thought you wrote it that way. (laughs) That's what we all thought, right? Good. (laughs) Jessica Nelson is our guest on the Songwriter Connection podcast. Jessica, you grew up in Bristol, Tennessee. That's correct. Yeah. You know what? That has a very historic uh, musical background, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. Um, it's actually the birthplace of country music. Really and is. Yeah. Yep. It is. And they actually built a whole museum um, mm-hmm. with the, and they have like the first country music recordings there. Yeah. And funny enough, I don't know if you saw this ever on my social media and I wish I had told you ahead of time, mm-hmm. but I actually got to work with my producer and produce a song that one of the people back home had written wow. about Bristol. And they're like, we want you to take this. I mean, it was in sheet music, just guitar form, like the guy had written it. And oddly enough, I went to church with his grandparents, and his grandparents absolutely loved to hear me sing. So, yeah, wild. That's Um, cool. Clay and Dorothy Smith were their names, and Doug was the songwriter's name. And so I went in with my producer and my um, one of my guitarists, he also played fiddle for me, Jason Barlow, and... We recorded it, and wow. things gotten a ton of love. That's they, awesome. yeah, they shot the most beautiful video. Of oh, where just, can we see this? Um, it's actually on YouTube, okay. and it's on the Bristol, Tennessee, Virginia, like website as well. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll um, yeah, because half it. that town is in Virginia, right? It's, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually on State Street, mm-hmm. and there are times that they'll have festivals and there'll be like a stage and I'll be performing in Virginia for this part and Tennessee in this part Isn't and the cool? little Geico commercial. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. I just, yeah. That's yeah, it. That's He's right. on the one of the little things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Weird. I know. Yeah. Well, that's cool though. Yeah. I'm trying to find this. A, Bristol, a, Tennessee, Virginia, a good uh, place to live. A good place um, to live. Okay. Yeah. I'll send it to you. Good. And yeah. We'll share it on, a, on it's our so great. I, Facebook page on po- uh, the podcast which is songwriter connection podcast yeah, I, I love it actually we'll share that yeah today. i found yeah, it actually absolutely. i'll send it to you right very now. cool awesome yeah. good we'll share it on there uh and then you can watch the video on youtube right do you have your oh, own youtube channel or, or, i do yeah. i really should do better on it but i'm very active more on um facebook well, and instagram you and time you're a uh, pharmacist uh, and, a mom and, you, and, and a mom and a wife and right yeah. two lovely kids you know they're wild yeah you've met them <laughs> so <laughs> i <laughs> Yeah, not I don't know. Kids. Jesus is how. Yeah, yeah. I just sent that link to you. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't wow. know. <laughs> I don't know. So I figured while I have the energy, yeah. just to do it. But you know, like with the mom part, mm-hmm. your kids are always watching. Yeah. Um, I they had Hero Day. It was the end of the year last year, mm-hmm. and my mom had found my tub of old merchandise, and there were these mm-hmm. shirts, yeah. and. I didn't know that my daughter like had one. She got one. Yeah. It was like 15 sizes too big for her. <laughs> and um, she came and kissed me by. I had worked a super late shift. So I um, I was asleep when she left for school. Nick is a nice man and got them up. And mm-hmm. 
And she had like a, yeah, Yeah. he had a, she had a sweatshirt on. Like, it's hot outside. Why do you have a sweatshirt? (laughs) It's like, oh, I get cold in my classroom. So Mm. I didn't think anything about it. I was like, you're not doing Hero Day? She's like, nah, nah, I'm really into it. So I'm driving home. I think I had a ride that day. It might have been with you. I don't really? know. Yeah. And okay. um, Nick calls me. He's like, you'll never believe what your daughter wore to school today. <laughs> I said, what? He says, she wore your shirt for Hero oh Day. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Hero Day. Yeah. She's like, you're my favorite singer. And, oh I, and, I, and I, I just want to be like you. Oh. Yeah. I my, mean. My friend Randy Driscoll. Do you success. know Randy? Success. success. Exactly. Success. success. Yes. <laughs> Do you know Randy Driscoll? Have you met her yeah, yet? Yeah, I have she's, not, but I do know who that is. She's just a wonderful yeah. person. And she has a song kind of reminded me that, uh, that called Famous in Her Eyes. Uh, about her watching her daughter sing one of her songs yeah. in her room, you know. Well, uh, at the at the 12 Keys the other night, yeah. my kid, I heard my kid singing. Singing along to your songs. I mean, she's off key. Who cares? She who was, cares? Yeah, who cares? I mean, she, you know. Success. Success. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. That's a Spotify stream. My son has that, a phone now. He has all. I was like, baby, when you ain't listening, just turn it down and you just put me, just put mommy on repeat. Okay. Go keep doing you gotta, it. You got to pay the mortgage. Come on out. Yeah. <laughs> Five cents at a time. Yeah. <laughs> or point, point five well, cents. That's five. probably more like yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. I actually had somebody send me a meme the other day about Spotify and it said, uh, oh. Do you ever wonder what the tiny pocket in their jeans is for? <laughs> and that's why he said, It's for your Spotify world. <laughs> I love it. How true is that? Yeah. Unbelievable. Absolutely is. There yeah. is a Netflix series right now. My friend Dean Sell uh, told me this. You got to watch this. It's called Playlist. Okay. And it is the story. It's told in six parts. The story of how they built and made Spotify. And it really is an incredible story. It starts hmm. with the guy who came up with the idea. Yeah. And then it goes to uh, the music business guy, uh, the lawyer getting around the laws, the yeah. guy that developed the software, which is really genius. And f- the last episode finally uh, focuses in on an artist and what it did to the artist. And that's the sad part. Of the whole thing. That's terrible. And I, I always wondered how they did it, how they justified it, and how it works, and, and the way it is. I and need I to watch this. I, I need I, to watch it. I didn't know this until I watched yeah. this series. That the way they did it, uh, not only was it brilliant with the software, but they knew they had to get the record companies involved, and record companies were losing so much money during the, uh, yeah. the the years prior to Spotify because everybody was downloading the songs yeah. for free, and we couldn't figure out a way to do it. Well, this guy comes up with this way, and he gets some of the biggest labels to uh, sign off on this. So they got money from. They get money from. They get more money. <laughs> it helps they save, save them. I'm not um, surprised. Yeah, yeah. It, it helps surprised. save the music industry as well. But unfortunately, it's the artists that suffers that suffer, and that's why you're seeing people like Taylor Swift won't. You can't find or Garth. You can't find a Garth on this. No, some of them are just. Uh. Uh-uh. No, we're not doing it. You know. I had an interview. Very- Which, I mean, I think that's they're taking a stand. But, yeah, uh-huh. you know, on the flip side, there's the, mm-hmm. you know, you and I as like independent artists. Right. We have to do it. Absolutely. We do. And so for independent artists, that was a way to get our music out there without well, a record label. And just that's that double-edged sword we it, always it talk about. I mean, yeah, I saw a statistic the other day that something like 120,000 songs are being uploaded to Spotify uh, every day. That's wild. And, and it is wild to think about it. But... It, it, if it wasn't for that uh, platform, you know, a lot of this music never would have gotten heard. Nope. Never, Mm-mm. never. When I was growing up, uh, and I was a teenager in the seventies, uh, it was radio. 
And radio was so relevant, yep. you, didn't, you know, you listened all the time. And that's how you were turned on to your new music. Right. And if mm-hmm. you were lucky yep. enough to make a little money and you could buy these albums and turn them on to your yeah. friends and stuff. Absolutely. Today, it's just a totally different game. Radio is not as relevant as it used 100%. to be. And I hate to say that being an old radio guy. Well, but, yeah. But but it's the Spotify's, it's the TikToks, like you said, it's the Reels, it's, uh, it is. you know, and, and today that's what it is. But it's a whole new market. It's a it whole new thing today. It's a whole yeah. new way to define success. Uh, absolutely. And I think the I think the thing about record, the record labels that kind of ir- probably irritates me more mm-hmm. than anything is that they've used instead of having a real A&R department anymore, <laughs> <laughs> they the artist has to do A&R. Yeah, and then they, they sign them. Yeah. And then they take their money when they mm-hmm. made the they made this oh, yeah. platform, you know, and that's yep, yep. that that is yeah. What is the frustrating part? But they yeah, gonna, they going to get their money, honey. Yeah. One, one way or another. <laughs> yeah, one baby. way. <laughs> the saying I always heard was it's no. not a, it's not about the money. It's about the effing money. <laughs> 100%. Right. Well, I mean with me in healthcare. Like, yeah. Oh, it's about uh, No. Do you come see that on in, now? Do you see that in healthcare? Yes. It's mm. become big business, mm-hmm. you know. It's mm-hmm. you know, and there are times I've yeah, never there seen are some amazing inventions medically and sure. so many groundbreaking things. So it's yeah. not all bad. So I'm not going to like make it, you know, the devil, but there's more money in sick people than healthy mm. people. Yeah. Sad. But you know, isn't it? <laughs> and think about this. You cannot so turn on the TV today without seeing some kind of a drug commercial. <laughs> no. And the best part is the, my husband, and I for diseases pharmacy. I've never heard of. Oh yeah. And it's, you know, and they're like, and side effects may include death. And death. I think I'd rather have the disease, right? <laughs> you know, it's yes. not common. Obviously, they couldn't put it to market. It was that common, but still like, and death. And death. <laughs> Great. How about com? Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> money. Money makes the world go round. Peronis, I thought was a beer. <laughs> Italian beer. Never mind. I digress. See, that's the thing about this show. Sometimes you go off on these tangents. That's okay. It's all right. I do it all the time. That's how I define success. I do it all the time. That's me too. How many topics can you talk about in 10 minutes? Pull us back in, Jessica. Tell us a story about another song and share it with us. Okay. Um, This is a really sad song too. I've been in in sad girl season. I think we were talking earlier about um, Mm kind of being ready to write about things back in the day like I'm in a very I'm a happy place in my life mm-hmm. and to be ready to write about things that weren't so happy yeah and and not maybe and not and it's not super on the nose but I've been inspired by other friends that I've written with that have gone through divorces breakups heartbreak um, yeah you know similar situations in their childhood so I've kind of been feeding off of that and Mm -hmm. but i think this song probably is um it's probably lyrically one of my favorite songs i've ever written and Mm -hmm. i wrote it with um sarah faith and tana goforth two of my very best girlfriends and we we just get each other from the first time that we ever sat in the room together which sarah you know sarah's like i don't know if i want to meet tana and tana's like i don't know if i want to meet any you know but we did, and um, it was just magical. And the first song we wrote together was called Sooner Than Sunday, talking about how we need Jesus a lot sooner than Sunday. Like once a week, just isn't enough. By Wednesday, we're just dying. We get it. We know why Mama took us to church. You know, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. And then the next time that we wrote together 
we wrote a song, and that's what I'm going to play, is called Inside Out. Inside Out. And it's talking about how we bury all of these things, and what's going on the inside is just so, oh my God, like, the world is coming to, and it just kind of describes, like, this is what it feels like from the inside out. Oh, wow. So. Anxious to hear it. Jessica Dixon. Here we go. Saying I'm okay Even when I'm not I've been trying to save my face With all I've got I can't keep keeping it together Acting like I never Break down or fall apart How do I explain The war between my head and heart It feels like pedal to the would never be fast enough. It feels like driving all night to the middle of nowhere. Would never be far enough. It feels like screaming at the top of my lungs. It's never loud enough. It's a mountain of emotions that I've been covering up. Oh, when it gets too heavy to keep on. What it looks like from the inside out. I didn't want to weather the storm, but I tried. I didn't want to picture myself alone without you by my side. But you poured the gas and you lit the match, and there's no way to save us now. I'd be a fool to stay and suffocate inside this burning house. It feels like pedal to the metal would never be fast enough. It feels like driving all night to the middle of nowhere would never be far enough. It feels like screaming at the top of my lungs is never loud enough. It's a Yeah. 
Jessica Nixon, a beautiful person inside and out. Oh, thank, thank you. you so much for being on our show today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and defining your success for us and, and sharing your successes with us. It's thank you. very much appreciated. One of my favorite songwriters is uh, uh, Jason Isbell. I love the guy. Yeah. And um, he had that song that said, uh, Are you living the life that uh, you chose or the life that chose you? Yep. <laughs> There's our final question. Thanks for being on the show. I'm looking ahead for shows in September. Uh, while you're here in September, folks, uh, coming up, we've got hit writer Craig Monday is going to come and share oh, his wow. success with us. Cool. Pete Salas, who's also a big Sweet. hit writer. And uh, I'm really looking forward to, um, in early October, we are going to have Cindy Alter with us. She is from uh, originally South Africa. Her band, Clout, had a world, a giant world hit in the 70s called Substitute. And I guarantee you've probably heard that song. If not, look it up because we're going to find out all about that and uh, the success of Cindy, who's now here in Nashville and recently played at City Winery. So looking forward to bringing all those shows on the Songwriter Connection. Thank you very much for joining us and we'll catch you next week, okay? Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.